everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. Our conversation will focus back in on the beauty markets as we will examine the asset class, how it's fared during what has been a challenging start of the year, as well as what a performance outlook for beauties looks like and how to think about positioning given the current environment. So joining us for the conversation today, glad to welcome back to Top of the Morning, Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. So Kathleen, welcome back. Happy New Year. And thank you for joining us today. Looking forward to the conversation. Thanks, Dan, and good morning. So, Kathleen, I know our conversation will be focusing on the most recent municipal market guide, appropriately titled Shaky Start to the New Year. So perhaps that's a good place to start. I know investors, they've been faced with a turbulent environment right here at the start of 2022. Uh, that's in light of expectations for tighter monetary policy and upward movement of rates. So during this period over the past, let's say, two to three weeks, Kathleen, how have beauties fared here in the early days of 2022? Sure, Dan, I'm happy to discuss. I mean, as as you said, I mean, munis are off to a shaky start in the new year, but they are holding up better than taxable debt. I mean, not surprisingly, the catalyst for the weak performance on the muni side was a sudden increase in U.S. Treasury yields that have pulled tax-exempt paper along. As you already know, the 10-year benchmark U.S. Treasury yield had jumped by over 30 basis points in the space of only two to three weeks at the start of the new year. That yield got as high as 1.88% in the early part of this week, and that's a level that we haven't seen in two years. At the same time, benchmark muni yields also moved higher, but at a slower pace, increasing by about 22 basis points. As a result of these higher yields, muni performance is now negative thus far in January. As a point of reference, an index of investment-grade tax-exempt bonds is now down by 1.2%. Meantime, lower-rated high-yield munis are holding up a bit better, losing about 1% in total return. So as I was going through the Muni Market Guide, I did notice that the Spotlight article for this month, it dives deep into the implications of rising rates to munis, uh, which is a very helpful read. But can you expand a bit here and even speak to where CIO sees rates heading. Yes, Dan, I'm happy to. In this month's Spotlight article, we show that rising yields have not always resulted in poor performance for long-dated municipal bonds. Much of that depends on the speed at which yields rise and the degree to which investors believe that credit quality is likely to diminish. In our report, we examine the tax-exempt bond market's performance during the last three conventional Fed tightening cycles, as well as in the taper tantrum in 2013. Interestingly, we conclude that in the past two Fed tightening cycles, that is 2015 through 2018 and 2004 through 2006, we find that long-dated bonds perform best along the curve over those full cycles. By contrast, in 1994-1995 Fed tightening and the tape of tantrum in 2013, we find short-dated bonds held up best. Although no two economic cycles are identical, we believe that a look back at the muni market's behavior when yields have risen may provide some insight for investors. And we did get a lot of questions on this, so hopefully these um, exhibits will be helpful for investors. Going forward, um, you ask uh, what does CIO anticipate for rates? Uh, CIO does anticipate the Fed to raise rates as soon as March, with three hikes anticipated in 2022. 
That said, we don't think that this is going to derail the economic expansion and credit conditions in the municipal market are stable in the wake of federal fiscal stimulus. At the same time, um, on the Treasury yield side, we do not expect those yields to rise significantly, which should limit the risk to municipal valuations in our view. So, Kathleen, at this point, we have a good idea as to how we got to where we are today with respect to muni performance and helpful to hear about CIO's rate outlook as well. Sticking with outlook, looking out over, let's say, the first quarter of 2022, what are your expectations for both fund flows as well as muni performance, Kathleen? Uh, sure, Dan. I mean, fund flows, as you already know, is something that bears close monitoring in the municipal bond market. Following a period of record net cash inflows to muni mutual funds that we saw in 2021, flows are now vulnerable to reverse course. The current rate volatility and the prospects for a negative monthly return in January would be a catalyst for that reversal. In that instance, we would expect to see some downward pressure on prices, thereby bringing some better opportunities for muni investors in the weeks and months ahead. So Kathleen, as we begin to close out the conversation, perhaps we can tie this all into positioning within munis. Now, on a near-term basis, Kathleen, how should investors think about positioning within the asset class? And are there any portfolio themes within this month's muni market guide that you can highlight for us? Uh, yes, Dan. In this month's portfolio theme section, we did highlight three ideas to position defensively within a municipal portfolio. The first is to position in high coupon premium bonds. We now favor higher coupon 4% to 5% premium bonds for their defensive characteristics. Bear in mind that premium bonds can offer greater price protection than par or discount bonds during periods of rising rates. The second idea is to consider cross alternatives along the yield curve. At present, holding strategic allocations in cash to fund the purchase of munis in the event of volatility is prudent. The 15-year to 20-year spot on the tax-exempt curve suggests a better value. And our third theme right now is to practice portfolio diversification by sector. Although, as we stated earlier, you know, while most public finance sectors now exhibit sound credit fundamentals, we retain a cautious outlook in the private higher ed and healthcare sectors. Well, Kathleen, very helpful conversation. Appreciate those actionable insights as well. Thank you again for dropping by top of the morning today, Kathleen. Appreciate it. Thanks very much, Dan. Today, we've been joined by Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. So as a reminder to our clients and our listeners, the UBS Chief Investment Office does author a variety of publications and blogs that touch on timely market developments, asset class and portfolio allocation. These resources can all be located up on UBS.com forward slash CIO, including, of course, the publication which Kathleen has been making reference to during our conversation today, uh, that being the Municipal Market Guide, a title is Shaky Start to the New Year. So for clients of UBS, please be sure to reach out to your financial advisor if you would like to receive a copy directly. Top of the Morning is part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Pandora. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as the new UBS trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Dan Cassidy. Thank you for joining us.
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.